Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. I am back this week with a new guest, my new friend, Carrie Strong. She is the author of You Can Homeschool. It's a new book. It's answers, methods, and resources, and real life stories of real homeschool moms and dads and families just like you and I. And so we're gonna just bring some homeschool encouragement to you this week as we're jumping into a new school year. And there's so many questions that people have. Um, I just think it's so good for all of us to be reminded of so many of the reasons why we're doing this and just how to start strong this year. And so starting strong, we're going to start with (laughs) Carrie Strong. You like how he did that? That was pretty good, huh? (laughs) I did not do that on purpose. (laughs) Um, But we're going to talk with Carrie this week um, and just bring some encouragement to you. But before we do, I want to thank our sponsor, CTC Math. I want to read you a quick testimonial from one of their users. Um, And this is from Mary. And she said this, as a homeschool mom of four, I needed some help explaining math concepts to my kids. That would be me. This has been a perfect fit for our family. The lessons are short and to the point. In less than three days, our math lessons have been accomplished with a sense of satisfaction. As a result, my kids now have an I can do it attitude about math. Finally, thanks for a great product. That is from a mama just like you and I who are using CTC Math for their kids' math program. Um, So if you guys are looking for a great one, go to ctcmath.com and check, check them out. You can try them out for free. Carrie Strong, welcome to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. I'm so excited to have you with me this week to bring this encouragement to our families, to our listeners, um, and to myself as well. So welcome. I'm glad to have you. Thank you. It's an honor to be here. Of course. Of course. Um, Tell us about you. Tell us about your family and where you're from, what you do. Sure. Yeah, I'm a stay-at-home mom. Um, Pre-kids, I was a teacher. Uh, I taught two years in the Dominican Republic, and then I came back to the United States and taught Spanish K through 12. However, I don't have a, a teaching degree, so if you're like, "Oh, well, I'm going to write her off already because <laughs> I don't have a teaching yeah. degree," I can't homeschool. <laughs> I don't either. So um, they just wanted somebody with a four-year degree, and it happened to be in the area where I specialized, and so that's what I did pre-kids. Um, got married and then had my own kids and was one of those moms that was like, I'm never homeschooling my own kids. Um, super task oriented, type A, uh, like to get things done and just thought, nope, there's no way that I'm going to do this. Um, so yeah, the Lord has a sense of humor and <laughs> has just really worked in our lives. Um, so the first five years of their lives, I, I just did the pre-K stuff. I was comfortable with that. Um, as soon as my oldest son turned five, I'm like off to school. So I put him into a Montessori school and, um, I, I remember thinking when I dropped him off that I had just lost my son. Um, I didn't know that I was going to feel that way, but I watched him walk through a door of bigger kids and this big crowd. And I, I got so teary eyed and I'm like, this must be normal. Um, but those feelings for me didn't go away. They, uh, they continued and, um, my husband and I, we went on a vision retreat like we do every year. And we just, we just stopped and we prayed about what to do because I was still having those feelings. And I felt like a grace from the Lord just kind of fell upon me and this passion to, um, learn alongside my kids just kind of overwhelmed me. So we wrote a note, a note to the school board and took him home. And since Christmas time that year, I haven't looked back. 
So now we've been homeschooling for wow. almost 10, well, I mean, since that point, five years, because he's 10 now. Wow. That's a great story. I love talking to moms who are in the same place or were in the same place that I was in, you know, in that like, I would never, ever homeschool. This is Uh just not for me. And there are so many reasons that people have for not wanting to homeschool. And they're valid reasons. Mm -hmm. They really are. I mean, I never discount people's reasons for, I mean, unless it's that, you know, I'm just too lazy and I, you know, have no desire to be with my kids. Well, okay. That's not a valid reason. (laughs) But usually it's because, you know, one, we've maybe just been, you know, impacted by the world around us that mm-hmm. tells us that's just what you have to do or mm-hmm. because we don't have a teaching degree. And so we feel like we are not well enough equipped or educated to teach our kids yeah. or we're not smart enough or we're not organized enough. Right. And so, you know, what are some, as you've talked to lots of homeschool moms and, and you yourself, what are some of the reasons that you've seen parents give that you've heard them give for not wanting to homeschool their kids? Yes. Um, well, there's a lot of them. And like you said, I don't want to discredit those too. Um, some people just don't have the desire to homeschool and that's okay. Um, yeah, there's, I mean, there's all one of the, one mom was like, I'm too scatterbrained and I would never figure out which curriculum or method to use. And I would just be constantly changing my mind all the time. One mom said, she's like, when my kids at home and I try to teach them, they just cover their ears and they're like, you're not my teacher, mommy. So and she's like, Nope, I can't homeschool my kids. So, I mean, I've heard it all. The, the number one reason that parents give though, that I hear all the time is I don't have enough patience over and over Mm -hmm. again. I hear that. In fact, I used to say that too. Um, before my kids were homeschooled, I, I used to even joke around ladies at the gym, like, (laughs) yeah, I'd never homeschool my kids. I don't have that kind of patience. And it was just always, it's always the excuse for homeschooling. So I would say for moms out there, moms or dads that are considering it, and that's your reason, um, I just want to encourage you and say that none of us have this supernatural patience to homeschool our kids. We just happen to have a lot of ample opportunity to exercise patience. Right. (laughs) In fact, maybe we're the ones that need the homeschooling to, to do that. And we have the Lord to walk alongside us. And teach us the things that he wants to teach us as we are homeschooling our kids. Because man, I, I've learned so much through our years of homeschooling and, um, and I'm so thankful for the Mm -hmm. hard lessons that I've learned, Mm -hmm. but yeah, it's, it's hard. It's so hard to go into it with so many doubts and so much fear, uh, because it's, it's real, um, these things. And so one of the things that, you know, we often tell parents is that in order to, homeschool, even with all the reasons that you have for not homeschooling, if you decide to homeschool, you have to know your why. Exactly. And Mm -hmm. oftentimes they think parents don't know their why. They don't know why Mm -hmm. they're doing this. Maybe it's because they're running away from something. Maybe they're running to something, but they don't know what they're running away Mm -hmm. from or what they're running towards. So let's talk about that for a little bit. Talk about the why of homeschooling. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, um, my book is not the only one that starts out this way with knowing your homeschooling why. In fact, um, I've read a lot of homeschooling books and a lot of them start out with you need to know why because it gets hard. And then down the road, even into your teenage years, you might be doing this for several years and you're like, why, why was I doing this again? And even for me, like halfway through the year, when things get tough, you start wondering like, why did I do this in the first place? So, I mean, I think it's really good for any, even if it's writing a book or if it's um, homeschooling, it's a really, really good exercise just to to really sit down and and ask that question. 
um, for me, it was, um, I put my, my child into school and I noticed that, uh, he would come home with like almost a different personality. I'm like, who, who is this child? Like he was more cocky even at age five. And I just felt like he got the worst of me and I got the worst of him. And Mm -hmm. I would go to his school and then watch him exercise all of his positive energy in the classroom. And when he'd come home, he was like a different kid. And I just thought, you know, I, I want my child back. I want him to have me back. I want him to know the happy mom that I used to be. Most of my energy is like during the day. So in the evenings, I'm like, I'm ready to check out. So I just, for me, I just wanted to have my kid back. Um, I mean, that was a, a small reason why after interviewing about 10 different ladies for this book, I just got to hear all of these stories of why they homeschool. And there's, um, there's so many awesome stories out there. Uh, my mother-in-law, so my husband is homeschooled and her reason, she just starts okay. out. Yeah. She starts out with uh, Deuteronomy. I forget what, where it is exactly, but it just says to um, teach your kids as you're going, as you're coming to, to um, mm-hmm. be sharing verses with them, write them on the doorframe of your home. And that she believed that because right. God steward or gave her these kids, it was her obligation to steward them not to just hand them over to the state to be steward, but it was her responsibility to make sure that they were getting scripture and the word of God. Remember the songs that you learned as a little child? They're still deep in your memory and on the tip of your tongue, and they'll last a lifetime. Imagine if those precious songs had taught you God's word. Using the classical model, BibleQuest provides both a plan and ready-to-use tools like scripture memory songs, games, and activities to make lifelong teaching of the Bible easy and effective. Simply pick a few tools for the week, practice them together, and enjoy how easy and effective teaching God's Word can be. Try four weeks free at BibleQuestClassical.com forward slash rocked. That's R-O-C-K-E-D. Do you want to encourage independent learning in your students? Do you have multiple students with individual learning styles? Homeschooling is an excellent opportunity to customize your child's education. BJU Press is here to help. For each academic subject, BJU Press has created video lessons that will lead your child through each of their courses. Your child will experience thorough lesson content administered by experienced and engaging teachers who will walk your child through the assignments so they know what to expect. Visit their website at bjupresshomeschool.com to see what courses are available for your student. We are back with Carrie. And before the break, we were talking about Deuteronomy 6. And I actually want to read this passage because it's so powerful. And we hear it kind of tossed around um, in the homeschooling community, but I think it's worth just reading again and really meditating on this passage of scripture. So this is Deuteronomy 6 and it's verses four through nine. And this is what it says. It says, hear, O Israel, the Lord, our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord, your God, with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. And here's the part that we all need to really pay attention to. This is verse seven. It says, you shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise, you shall bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. 
And this is so powerful because really what it comes down to, I mean, our main why, there are many whys, and we're going to talk more about some of the other whys and benefits of homeschooling, but it really comes down to this, is teaching our kids to love the Lord, their God, our God, with all their heart, soul, strength, and mind. We have to teach this to our kids because no one else is going to teach this to them. No school, no matter public, private, you know, whatever school it is that we put them in, no one else is going to teach this to our kids the way that we can and the way that God has instructed us to. And like you said, Carrie, God has given our kids to us for us to steward Mm -hmm. their hearts. And it's a big responsibility. And so God's word is powerful and he tells us exactly what he expects from us as parents. Mm -hmm. So let's talk through some more of the the benefits and the whys of homeschooling and having our kids at home with us. Yeah. The first thing that comes to my mind as you're talking is that God is in Ephesians, it says that he has given us gifts that we're to use for his glory that he prepared even in advance for us to use. And I just think like in the public school, that's not what the teachers are looking for. They're not looking for their unique abilities and their giftings that God has given them to use for service. They're looking for a grade and to meet state standards. But at home, we have the opportunity to look for those gifts that God's given them. Um, for example, my son, Elijah, uh, he, he, I have to let go a lot of me to be able to discover these gifts that they have. Um, but he has just turned into this creator, this inventor that I would never have, I don't think would ever have been discovered in the public school. And my son, James, he is... Yeah a beautiful singer. Like he just loves music and everywhere he's go, wherever he goes, he's singing. And I just think that as homeschool parents, we have even more of an opportunity to be able to discover those God-given gifts and to channel them in a way where they can steward them and use them for the glory of God. I think in a public school, those, those might be discovered, but a lot of times it's for their own personal fame or to make the A team of basketball or whatever it is. But we have the opportunity to say, okay, you have this gift in singing, or you have a gift of building or dancing or whatever their gift is, and challenging them to say, how can you use this for the Lord? And what ways can we serve our community yeah. that, that this is for God? This isn't just for you to get all the glory. So that's that's a huge yeah. one. It's just stewarding their gifts. Um, another one, and this is not so spiritual, this one, but just a lot of parents just love the, I like love to be able to have the opportunity to travel or to go places during the off season. Yeah. And for me, um, I really hear God's voice the most when I'm out in nature and I can, I can, I even have a blog post on my website that is all about, um, seeing God in nature and just stopping to listen, to hear what Mm -hmm. he's saying. And as homeschool parents, we have the opportunity to take our classroom and move it outside where we can go and discover the things that we're learning inside, but just go out and explore and be able to travel different places during the off seasons um, with the, without the crowds being all there and just stop and ask your kids, what, what do you think that God's telling you right now? Like, what do you see? Or even not just that, but um, yeah, we learned about insects and, and here's one, <laughs> like, it's just fun to be able to take those concepts yeah. that you're learning at home and be able to just discover them in different places of the world and and be the one to see the light bulb turning on. Yeah. Pointing out the beauty of God's world Mm -hmm. to our kids and being with them is an incredible advantage that we have. Um, Because like you said, we get to to be with them all day, every day. Mm -hmm. And so we get to just experience 
life with them that we would not otherwise, I mean, we would be able to experience life with them, but not to the extent that we get to with homeschooling them. Right. I mean, there's just, there, there are so many benefits, um, to being able to do that. Talk a little bit about being able to focus on their strengths. Cause you were talking about, you know, of course mm-hmm. how God has created each one of them uniquely. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this is one of the greatest advantages is being able to cater to their strengths mm-hmm. and weaknesses. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's even their, their different learning styles and their way of gathering information mm-hmm. is so unique to each one. Um, my middle son, he loves worksheets of all things. Like he's the the people pleaser, the, let me just check all the boxes kind of guy. Like it's easy for me to homeschool him because he fits into where I would be. My older son is completely the opposite. He, um, he just wants to go out in the world and explore for himself and discover things in nature, or he likes to hear things. He's very audio. So he hates history. He hates when we sit down and we just like read history. And neither of us really like can grasp facts that way. So in the car the other day, uh-huh. we were listening to Adventures in Odyssey and I found that they have, um, American history, like a American history, um, CDs that you can buy and listen to. And we were driving to, oh, grand- fun. yeah, they're really good. We were driving to, um, grand- the grandparents' house. And at the end, when we got there, they're like, it normally takes two hours for us to get here. That went so fast. And like, I normally don't like history, but this was amazing. And I felt like it just came to life. And can we listen to more history? I'm like, okay, we have found something that works for you. So my oldest son was just like eating it up and he doesn't normally like history. So I think that that's like, that's the awesome thing about homeschooling is it does not have to look like X, Y, and Z, like it does in the public school. It can look like however your child learns the best is how you can yeah. cater their their education. Yeah, that's so cool. On that note, really quickly, this yeah. is really interesting. I just recently discovered a new podcast and it's by Angela Odell, who I'm friends with on Facebook, but I don't know her and I'm going to have to have her on the podcast. But she has this uh, podcast that actually, I guess she's had for quite some time and it is called Real Cool History for Kids. And it's mm. so fantastic. She actually just, pulls little pieces of like stories from history and puts them in a fun podcast and there's music to it and stuff. And they're fascinating. They're like 20 minutes or less. They're just a quick listen, but that would be like the perfect thing to listen to, you know, during breakfast or something like that. Your boys would probably really enjoy that uh, because it's, it's a really fun podcast to listen to. Um, But okay. We're out of time. (laughs) We're going to come back on Wednesday. We're going to talk more about homeschooling, bring some encouragement to you as you start this new school year. And, um, I am so grateful for Carrie and for this new book that she wrote. It's called You Can Homeschool. We will put links to the book in the show notes so that you guys can pick up your very own copy of it and be encouraged yourself. Carrie, thank you so much for joining us today. What is your website? Where can people find out more about you? Here at strongroots.farm. I've never heard of dot .farm until we got it, but strongroots.farm. I yep. never have either. Are you a farm girl? We Well, before we moved to Arizona, yes, that's a whole other story. So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I yes I, I've told our listeners, <laughs> I, I want to be a country girl, um, but I'm not. <laughs> I have accepted the fact that I am a city girl. <laughs> so I will not have a dot farm anything, <laughs> maybe a dot city, but I don't think that's a thing yet. I don't know. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. We'll be back with you on Wednesday. If you've not yet watched the movie Schoolhouse Rocked, go to our website, Schoolhouse rocked.com. Watch the movie, bring your friends over, watch it with them, have a party, and then let us know how it has encouraged you. Have a great rest of your day. We'll see you back here then. Bye.
what we do at IEW is break through the, the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts, and we say, this is what you do, step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com.